Yo. What up, what up? What up, man? Listen, we kicking off year two? That's it, year two, man. Episode one. <laughs> Season two, if you will. Episode one. Let me tell you, man. This week, I said, we ain't shit. We- <laughs> I listened to another podcast, and he was on like 1151. <laughs> God. Is that not Joe Rogan's up there too in like the 1500s yeah. or some crazy 1400s? Jeez, man. Yeah, yeah I think right. it was uh, Lewis House. Oh, damn. I was listening to him. I think but, he was... but they're doing like two, three a week. Like some of them. I don't, yeah. I mean, I know uh, Joe Rogan, like, I don't know if anyone's doing it like he is. Now he does one almost daily, I feel like. Yeah, it is almost daily. Jeez. Um, so, I, yeah. do I guess that, that, that would make sense if Howe's been doing it for close to a decade. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how long Even if you've been doing it. it for five years, that's. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Episode 53, welcome back to the Carbon Footprint. He is Juan and I'm Sean, and every week we get together, have a couple of drinks, talk about things that are going on in the world, try to focus on things that are making an impact on the world, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. So what's on the menu for today? Yeah, something man. special. We got we got a little little some some. Uh, we got some hurricanes in, 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 the, in the mix today, man. I got to get a, a, a picture together for the gram later, but... Uh, 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 if you've never had a hurricane, it's basically uh, dark rum, light rum, orange juice, passion fruit juice, lime juice, <laughs> simple syrup, and I think that's it. I you you had me at two rums. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, hurricane because we taking year two by storm. Let's go. <laughs> and it's fitting oh, for Florida. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. It's fitting. I was like, let's get something tropical. I thought, you know, it's funny. My mind was like, oh, it's something simple. I just throw this stuff in. Mm-hmm. It wasn't simple. It wasn't at all. simple, bro. <laughs> I watched. I watched you in the kitchen. While I was in the kitchen making this shit. He's spilling orange juice, yeah. and this is on the first drinks, people. So it wasn't even like he was already intoxicated. I didn't even have the excuse, man. Yep, he was spilling drinks. I think you did. You throw on passion fruit juice yep, in there as well, right? Because some people do uh, pineapple. So instead of pineapple, I did passion fruit juice. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I guess you could substitute the um, the pineapple for. Pi- I guess we should probably put like the actual recipe, like how many ounces we do of each one. Did you I measure? I do something. Well, you did use the sort shot of. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Use the kinda, shot measure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's close enough. Like. <laughs> It came out good, damn it. It, it tastes good, but these things are tricky, man, because like they're so fruity that like I, we're what one and a half in, and I'm like, I feel all right. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Before we started, he's like, uh, Juan asked me, "You want a refill?" And I go, "No, nah, I'm good." <laughs> Sean tapped out. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking. I think I'm good on this second one. And normally we we get like maybe four in or something because by the time we record and all that, like it wears off. Like we yeah. we normally have like two before we even start recording, yep. and then yeah, yeah. Oh, that's funny, man. No, yeah, this, this, is, this is a tall glass. It's a pretty tall glass, man. It's a, and I didn't even have hurricane glasses. I couldn't find any of my actual hurricane glasses. I had to do oh, regular shit. glasses. Oh, shit. You know what, man? I have them at home. Yeah. See, I used to have them. I can't find them anywhere, man. So I don't know if I, they're still packed in a box somewhere, but I used to have a bunch. Uh, none. I got the ones from uh, the San Juan Hard Rock. Oh, where? That no, that no longer exists. I might actually have those same yeah, ones. Yeah, that's right. Come on. Get some. That's right. I think there's one in Ponce now, man. Uh yeah, I you know what I should know this and I don't. Or it's um, gonna be. I don't know. Last time I was there, that's what the people in San Juan told me. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy week, busy week, man. I feel Always like busy, man. Always busy. A lot of stuff going on this week, man. But I, I want to. I wanted to give a shout out to uh, actually my carbon footprint of the week goes out to the mothers, and this week being Mother's Day on this past Sunday, I want to give a shout out to all to all the moms out there. Um, we know you guys go through a lot of shit and um, the, how you guys hold it together for us. You know, I was, I, I was, I was brought back to, 
to uh, part of my childhood, man. I grew up single mom, uh, my sister and I, and my mother held it down, man. You know, my, my mother had to be like mom and dad, and and um, you know, I just just appreciate her so much. And then and then even now, like right, like watching my wife with 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 my kids and the shit that she has to go through and the things that she that she puts up with, and man, it's like. It's funny, man, because like I'm the dick in the house, right? <laughs> and so it's like I, I always have to have to be the asshole when you know when 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 shit is not going uh, or when shit is going astray. Um, but she's like, you know, she never wants to be too hard, even though she gets to her limits as well, right? Yeah, like anybody else, she's always the one, man. She's like, I, I think that if she wasn't around, my kids would get like. None of that nourishment. <laughs> <laughs> you probably right because I'm the same way. I'm the. I, I think I was accused just today of like, you always go extreme, like worst case scenario, kind of with. The <laughs> and there's probably a lot of truth to that. Whereas I think they take the nurturing route initially. Like right. Like I want to solve this problem, but like, how can I? help you like nurture you like where we go stop being a dick like right. <laughs> like and they're kind of the why are you being a dick like what you know yeah. what's going <laughs> what's on what's going on what's yeah what's bothering you yeah. i'm like how about i whoop that ass <laughs> i whoop the dick out of you <laughs> bro this weekend on so on sunday you know like especially my, my two oldest i was putting it on them i'm just like yo like this is your mom like don't you want to do something good for her something nice for her and they did so we had you know, we got we got we got some gifts for her and stuff like that. But then, um, throughout the day, we we always try to make sure that she doesn't have to lift a finger at least for that day, right? And so we got to dinner time, and I looked at my two oldest. I'm like, "Hey, man, what do you want to do?" And they, you know, they they're like, eh, eh, "You know, whatever." And then so I so one of them uh, names a place that he wants to go to or wants to get food from, and then <laughs> the the other one goes. Oh yeah, I love their corn dogs. <laughs> you know, and I'm and I had to remind them like, dude, this is not really about you. Like, what do you want to get for your mom? Yeah. And we got into this whole thing, man, where I had to like I got laid into him a little bit to, you know, to go like, yo, like this is one day out of the year, bro. You need to put yourself aside and be selfless and 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 at least show your mother some appreciation. Yeah, for sure, man. Because I think, like, like you said, there's there's some stuff. I think dads, obviously, we we do that counters like what the moms do, and 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 maybe we fill in some gaps. But as far as like the nurturing stuff goes, oh. and just like, I think keeping these kids alive, <laughs> probably moms, bro. Bro, let me tell you, look, I I try sometimes, man, especially if they're doing something that's really annoying. And man, I, I try to like put it aside. It's hard, bro. Yeah, I mean, like, I can't. I just want to slap them sometimes. I, I'm too. Um, I, I don't know, man. Maybe it's maybe it's the upbringing, or maybe it's like the the comparison, right? Of like, well, when I was a kid, you know what I mean. Like, but yeah, I, but I, I'm, I'm sure your mom was nurturing. I'm jump. Yeah, very right? much so. Exactly. Very much so, dude. Like, I was. So I was. I was raised by a teenage mother. And it's funny, man, because me, my brother, my sister, the ones that grew up in the same household, anyway. Like, we all turned out okay, right? Like, um. And it's hilarious because it's funny. We have a friend who, like, we were in Vegas once, like, at a uh, uh, yeah, obviously, like, at a pool party, a little drunk. And he goes, I don't, I don't even remember how it came up, 
but I remember him finding out. Me that, like, neither. Yeah, yeah. This, I don't even know what how he, it came this up. This is what he does. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was asking me personal questions, and it came up. <laughs> and this is the same friend that's a cop, right? So maybe it's just innately as a cop. He asked. No, it's just him, I don't, bro. it's just him. All right, so he <laughs> goes. So he asked me some questions about my upbringing. I basically tell him, yeah, yeah, like, like my mom was young, whatever. Happy was, and like at one point, it's like dumb quiet, and he goes, bro. Congrats to your mom, yo. You should be a loser. <laughs> I didn't even know what to say. I was like, thank you. Yeah, bro. right. I don't but, even know what to say to that. But yeah, I think, you know what's funny, man, is my mom was never uh, like a hard ass. It's almost the opposite. My mom was super nurturing I, when we were really young, uh, super understanding, super nice, super loose, super lax. And I don't know if that almost worked to her favor because obviously you don't think about it at the time but I, I know certainly for like me and my sister growing up um and like my brother and stuff like we I, I think there was like a, a I don't know a fear of disappointment but it's almost like yeah you don't want to make it harder than it already is kind oh, of oh bro I had that yeah I, I really had that I think so that's my, what it was yeah my mother was very much a stickler on like get your work done like she was she was the sort of the stereotypical parent whereas she's like do all your homework, get good grades, save your money, you know, that, that kind of yeah. shit. And, but, but I do remember as a kid going, like, I don't want to disappoint you. And so when I would get a bad grade, you know, like that shit played on me that, that, that I knew I had to bring home this bad grades to her. So there wasn't many bad grades that I brought home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Like that that funny, was man, the motivating I don't, factor. I don't, I don't remember my mom, like, ripping me over grades per se but i do remember her ripping me over behavior in school mostly talking too much go figure um <laughs> like i would get in trouble all the time for talking too much or talking back or like being a smart ass or whatever i remember my mom ripping me for those things but never bad grades but i do remember like just like the disappointment of like bro you got one fucking job like you can't even do this like and it was that like oh again yeah, no i wouldn't get ripped do that. i would get the I'm really disappointed. Yes. Yeah, it was almost like that. And, and you I would just be like, like, and it was oh, almost worse, bro. Yeah, it's worse. It was worse. I used to be like, just beat me. <laughs> Can you don't, beat me like everybody else? Don't you else's got the mom? fucking belt handy? <laughs> 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 oh, man. But yeah, man, shit. Shout out to all the moms and uh, uh, our moms, the, the wives, dude, again, ho- holding holding down the kids and obviously counteracting the shit that we fuck up at or aren't good at. Absolutely, man. <laughs> and we got a new mother in the family this week, right? Yes, sir. Literally, literally uh, uh, a couple minutes before we got on air, uh, my sister uh, gave birth. So uh, I, I don't know if she wants the name out there, so I won't say the name of the baby, but I got my, uh, not my first nephew. Uh, I have half siblings that have given birth, but first nephew from one of the siblings who grew up in the same house as me. You know, we Puerto Rican, bro. That's That, that shit gets complex. Goddamn right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but of, of of all the siblings that grew up in the same house, you know, same mom, same everything, uh, this would be the the first uh, niece and or nephew that I have. So obviously I have a new, I have a new nephew. Uh, so super excited about that, man. So happy for them. So congratulations uh, to, to my sister, Jaira and Matt, man. Absolutely. Congratulations, you guys. A, a, a big toast to the new moms and all the moms out there. So, uh, yeah, don't fuck it up. <laughs> raise, raise the glass. <laughs> yeah. You got a lot of uh, sleepless nights ahead of yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Oh man, dude, dude. Let me tell you something, man. And I, I heard you. I heard you on the phone with her, man. So I know that everything's good. You know, ten toes, ten fingers. Yeah, everything's good, man. That's good, man. That's good. Cause let me tell you, I saw a, I saw a uh, an article this week about a baby out of uh, northern Iraq that was born with a couple extra extremities. Yeah, this dude had three penises. 
Wait, what? <laughs> I've never three three, three bro in the same spot. Yeah, so um, one of them, the so the main one, obviously. Um, the second one was growing out of the base, and then the third one was growing out of like the bottom of his scrotum. Whoa! Yeah, bro. That's three, three, bro. Yo, are they all active? No, pieces? no. So on his, they weren't. Um, so the the only the main one had the urethra. Okay. Um, the other two were not. So, so they, they didn't they have like not. the veins and all that, and can get like engorge with blood and whatnot. And don't know about the veins. The article didn't go into the veins. So he could pee out of one. <laughs> we don't know if the other ones could get woodies. <laughs> but they actually went in and they surgically removed them. And I was. It took them away, bro. I was fascinated, bro, because yeah, I, I was going. So so apparently, this is like not you know this is not like a unique situation. There's been people out there that have had this as well. There was some dude, man. I didn't see where he was from, but apparently he grew up with two, and and they called them uh, the double dick dude. <laughs> but he had two, and get this, bro, two functioning ten-inch dicks. 10 inch so not only, <laughs> yo, some guys got all the love. i'm gonna take a line from sean last week that should never happen to me <laughs> <laughs> two functioning what a greedy motherfucker bro <laughs> god damn yo not for nothing bro i and does he still have them like he kept them yeah yeah no i think the whole the double dick dude was because I don't know, I don't know if he was into porn or, or he like, should be. He I was to, literally you just have gonna to, say you have that. To be, that's right? to be the most fascinating porn in the world. Yeah. This dude could DP people by himself. That's <laughs> 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 that's to me the greatest porn of all time. <laughs> like I would watch it, I'd be like, nah, nah, you got to see this dude with the two dicks. Yes. <laughs> be like, baby, you're nasty. And like, no, 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 this is science. This is science. bring the kids. <laughs> I don't need two, but you get two. T- you got 20 inches worth of dick on you, bro. Yeah, bro. That's good for that guy. I can't. Yeah, yeah. Good for that guy, bro. Holy shit, man. How do you even, uh, bro, how does that even come up on like in a conversation on like a date? Like, is it impressive or are you embarrassed? I would imagine that you would probably, especially if you are like a porn star, you'd probably date somebody within the industry that thought that was sexy. Right? Yeah. I guess because if you try to meet an average, like how does that even come up? Yeah. Do you bring it up right before? Like you in the <laughs> like, heat of the moment, you like, by the way, by the way, <laughs> there's, there's more than one. There's more than, like, more than <laughs> one. You'd be like, one. more than one, what? <laughs> <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> Yo, how do, you, how do you follow that guy? If you're like the the next boyfriend, <laughs> husband, and she's like, yeah, I used to date a guy with two dicks. And you're like, okay, like, that's pretty impressive. And then she goes like, yeah, they were both like 10 inches. And you're like, <laughs> you're like oh, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> you're like, yo, like, I can't, I can't like, follow no. that. She'd be like, no, 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 no. Um, I, I don't want the 20 inches. <laughs> <laughs> Not simultaneously. And then... <laughs> Oh my God! Bro. I'm looking for a lot less. You're I'm, perfect. <laughs> You're perfect. I'm looking for. <laughs> it was. It was too much. <laughs> bro, yo, 
Yo, how do you follow that, man? I can't. Yeah, no, I don't even want to, bro. You getting dumped on the spot? No, you don't. You be like, <laughs> that guy's a weirdo. Yeah, <laughs> bro. That's when the rule comes. I'd be like, nope, we're not speaking about prior things. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about this dude. Yo, is it messed up that I want to see it? <laughs> I'm going to Google this guy with the t- Don't Google it, bro. <laughs> I'm going to Google homie with the t- Listen, I'm hoping. I learned a guy. You're going to get all kind of like suggestions on Amazon, like double penetration. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dual air condoms. It's going to be like. <laughs> going to start asking me the first <laughs> Fleshlight two packs. <laughs> Oh my! Listen, man, I got Double my vaccine rings. like like a, like an hour or two right before this. I'm hoping that's a side effect now. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all might watch me pass out on camera. Who knows? And grow an extra, grow an extra member. <laughs> Be like, Juan can't talk no more, but he got two days. Oh, he got two. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the one thing that disappoints me. I'll be like, damn, but I can't talk no more. <laughs> you know how much I like to talk? This shit would be torture. <laughs> the podcast is over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'd just be me special, smacking it yeah, against the Special table. guest, Juan's new dick. <laughs> and the whole time, you just hear. <laughs> It'd just be me tapping it against the table. <laughs> Every time you say something funny, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, that's him laughing. <laughs> oh, snap. We gotta have like a fucking a translator on the, doing the fucking sign language oh. on the video. <laughs> like those, you ever seen those translators from like the hip hop shows and they became oh, no. real animated? Oh, oh. Dude, you got to YouTube like the translators at the rap concerts. Yeah. And they, bro, they be getting in. They look like they're throwing gang signs the whole time. Imagine one for a penis. She's sitting there like. <laughs> yeah, he just made a motion of putting a con on his head. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, yeah this podcast uh, just went south. This real shit quick. Went, I went from talking about my nephew, my newborn <laughs> nephew. <laughs> We were being grateful. <laughs> oh man! Oh fuck, man! I don't even know where to go from. Yeah, here, I don't bro. even know where to go from here, bro. Speaking of dicks, Tim Tebow. <laughs> I'll go with that. All right, I'll go with that. Cause I don't like this motherfucker. We gonna, no. we, we gonna get right in the sport. Yeah, man. So you seen that Tim Tebow? I did, man. I did. So the Jacksonville Jaguars are um, they're basically primed to sign Tim Tebow for like a one year deal. Mm-hmm. Now, for those of you who don't know, Tim Tebow was a, a college like star athlete, made it to the NFL, did poorly as a quarterback in the NFL. Hasn't played football for what ten years? Nine years? He's been out for a minute. Yeah, yeah. It's a while. Almost a decade. Yeah, at least. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a while. But, you know, to his credit, um, during that time, he had, like, uh, he was he was doing sports commentary. Yep. He was doing, he wrote, like, three or four books. Yeah. yeah. To, Including, like, a children's book. A children's book. book. Yep. It's a children's book out. Um, he's doing, like, motivational speaking. The guy's a Christian, so... Um, he always sort of brings that that spiritual factor mm-hmm. in, into his, into his talks, and like 
he just seems like an all around like a nice good guy. dude. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, and from for from everything you hear about people around him, it's not a show. Like he's legitimately a nice guy. It's not one of these guys where you're you're like, yeah, yeah, he's nice like that on camera. But right, like he seems, which is what makes like shit like this so tough. He's a hard guy to root against. I yeah. feel like, like I did root for him, man. Like I said, he wasn't he wasn't the best quarterback. Um, but I, I always, for some reason, man, like I I really like I like people that that are that have the ability to get other people around them hyped up. Yeah, and, and he there's seemed no to be that yeah. guy, right? Like even in college, he was at he was the University of Florida. He was that guy to get his team pumped up. When he got to the NFL, he was you know very pumped up guy and and seems to get his team uh, riled up. Um, I thought that would be enough to at least stay a backup somewhere. Yeah, but it it just seemed like man wherever he went, it, it was maybe a year or two and then gone. He's not talented enough, man, from a quarterback perspective. Yeah, to make in the NFL and like um, and I never thought he was like, but. He's just so hard to root against, man. And I think what happened was is that he almost got gets to the point now where you I don't want to say you want to root against him, but you're kind of just like, dude, like stop know, it. Yeah, like give it up. Like, like go stop it. go yeah. back to doing the commentary like you're great at that. Like I don't know, man. Like I so I'm I don't care that he gets this spot because it's like whatever. And I know there's like a lot of controversy because he's taking a tight end spot from someone who's probably been playing tight end for the last decade or who's at least been playing in college, who's good, who's not. Like right, now, who's good. He's making a position change this late in the game, being removed from the league for a decade almost. So, like, I can't think of any other scenarios where this has happened. No. And, I mean, to, to his credit, the guy has – so he's played quarterback – um, I think he's. I think before he was quarterback in his younger years, he played something else. I don't know if it was tight end or not. Oh, did he? Okay. Um, but then instead of became quarterback, um, didn't make it in the NFL, made it to the NFL, but didn't do well. Um, had a, a stint with uh, the Major League Baseball. He, yeah, he like minor leagues for the Mets. Minor leagues for the Mets. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, like I, I just so I don't think he's athletic. He's he, an athlete. See, but I don't think he's athletic enough to play like tight end in the NFL or like slot I, receiver or yeah. whatever they think he's one. I agree, bro. Like I, they they showed some clips of when he was with the Jets and it was uh Mark Sanchez was the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, I think he got more interviewing time than Mark Sanchez did when he was there. Yep. But then they also showed the plays where they would put him in as a receiver. He didn't look like a receiver. He, he man. looks. He looks um he look, clunky. It, like, yeah, it looks really yeah, awkward. Look awkward. Yeah, 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 yeah. And again, he's just so hard to root against. Um, so why do you think he gets that that chance? Because because he's so nice, and because of the Christianity thing. I think it's the context, bro. I think that, like you said, af- athletic to at least some degree, mm-hmm. and he's got the context. Like didn't he, he has a fan he base played. that's massive because of so and, he and plays he's getting this Meyer, right. Yes, so that's the only reason he's getting this. And this is like it's funny because you don't uh, at least you don't outwardly see this in sports. It's all about who you know, and we know this yep. is this is uh, certainly true in the corporate world. It's absolutely, absolutely about who bro. you know. You have to work hard, but the opportunities come from who you know, yep. right? Like you can't suck at something and get an opportunity, but if you're good. Then it just becomes about, and you're competent. Then it's all about who you know. Yep. And in, in the corporate world, especially, but this is like a prime example, like in your face, like he knows Urban Meyer. To your point, like that's the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars now, and he's only getting this opportunity because it's Urban Meyer. Right. I think. It's, I also think because he's in that in that market. Yes, 
he'll sell tickets and sell you know uh, air time or whatever there for sure but I, like if you're Jackson you didn't need it like you have Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer and you have this whole new I think there's all this hype around that team anyway that people would have been tuned in like I would watch a Jacksonville Jaguars game now absolutely just to see how Trevor Lawrence is going to do right like I would be bought in I don't and actually and I would still be bought in and I could care less how Tebow does right now like I I just don't I I you know it's, what I think, bro? I think that I think that he's going to come in. He won't make the team. Will he make a practice squad, perhaps? But then would, I, would I he think, be okay with that? I think you can use him for either getting into coaching or getting into um, <clears throat> any kind of like PR related things. Yeah, like just give him a front office uh, gig, yeah. or like you said, yeah, coaching gig. Because that's the guy you want to be the face of. Yes, something. you do, you certainly want his presence. In a locker room, you just have to figure out a way how to put it in there. Because uh, to me, okay, you're Urban Meyer. You're a first-year head coach in the NFL. You're, you're, and you're Trevor Lawrence. You're a first-year quarterback in the NFL. You're walking in. So now the two most high-profile positions on a football team are walking into a locker room with a bunch of millionaires who have been doing that for a few years. And now these guys are looking at you going, how the hell are you about to tell me how to do my job? And then how the hell are you about to carry me to win some games when you just got here? And then, oh, by the way, you're bringing your boy who hasn't played football in a decade and he was a quarterback and now you're changing positions and you think you can just walk in here and make anybody a tight end? Like, right. how arrogant are you? Like, I don't think it does them any favors. Now, if that team goes out and they look great and then you just go, well, fucking A, Urban Meyer looks like a genius. I don't think that's going to happen, but it, you know what? Tim Tebow doesn't even have to do good. If they just, they can just win like four or five games and it would be considered a success this year. Hopefully more than that. But even if they did, like they're going from what, one win, two wins? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know what's funny, man, is that that team looks different if the who is it? Was the the Jets that beat um the Browns? Yes. In like week sixteen or was some it the shit Browns? like that. Yeah, towards it's the, the Browns. No, no, yeah. was it the Jets or was it the Raiders? <clears throat> they beat them on a bomb. No, I think it was the the, the, the Jets. Or did the Raiders beat them? The Jets beating the Browns because the Jets would have had the first pick. The Browns should have beat them. That's right. Yeah, and I think the Raiders beat the Jets at one point in time. That's what it was. The Jets were going to get their first win at one point in time, and the Raiders threw a bomb, the bomb. at the end of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah. But then I saw I saw some tweets this week on uh, for like Kaepernick, um, Des Bryant, who's trying to come back into the league. Oh, yep. Right. And All fair. Fair. All fair. But, but I, I think I go back to contacts. He's he's the he's a nice guy. He knows people, and that's enough, man. It's a, yeah, I just always – I, <clears throat> and you know how I felt about Tebow even before this. Like, I didn't think he was going to be an NFL quarterback. I think if you go back and watch Tebow, even at Florida, where he had all this success, you look at the weapons he had around him, right? Oh, Aaron sick. Hernandez, and he had Percy Harvin. Like Percy Harvin, that was the guy. Yeah, that's right. And you look at the throws that he's making to these guys who are wide open, they're all, like, slowing down stopping to catch the ball and there's like 30 yards in between them and like you know whoever's defending them like I, I could tell in college like you're not hitting these guys in stride and they're like wide open and like he he was never making impressive throws and I know the highlight is the jump throw that he makes all the time like the whole goal line stance it's like all right show me the highlight where he's throwing a bomb for 30 yards down the seam and you know you're winning a game off of that because he's hitting like a receiver right. and, and like in a spot where only he could catch it you know like there's none of that it was always it was always the sheer, like, I'm going to will my way there, right? Whether right. it's at a goal line stance or something like that. Um, 
And he was, and, he was a tough guy too. He's right? a tough like, guy. Yeah, yeah. And and again, he's so hard to root against because of because yeah, he's nice and he's this rah rah guy and, and he comes in there. And I, and I remember when he didn't he's work always out. Always positive. He is. He is. He says his positive stuff to say. But I remember when like he came in and people were like, "Oh, he's not getting an opportunity because he's a Christian and they're anti-Christian." I go, nah, "You're out of your mind." Real. He's getting the rope is getting extended longer because he's such a good guy. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Yep. So they're giving him more because they're like, "Man, we really want you to work." Right. Like, like I. Dude, I've never felt that way about somebody to like Mariota. Like when the Titans drafted Mariota, and even though Mariota, there's like there was like these glimpses of like brilliance, but then you knew overall, you're like this guy just he's not an NFL quarterback. All like he's a backup, or he's just he's not healthy enough to do it. Like you, know, but there's something about his demeanor and his presence that you went, damn, I just want him I wanna, to work I want, so yeah. bad. When I normally you know a him. shitty player, you're like fuck this guy, pull him out. You know, like. Mariota was like the one guy who could have a horrible game and I didn't want them to pull him out. Like I wanted so bad for him to work. And Tim Tebow has that same like, like, uh, 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 I don't even know, like the characteristic about him where you just go, I want you to work, man, because you're so damn nice. Yeah. Like, but I find it hard to root for him now because I'm going, dude, you're not an NFL talent. Like you're just not like, can we just then give you to your point? Can we, can we get you in there as a coach somehow? Yeah. And maybe and that's this what is I'm that. thinking, maybe bro, this is that, because it's, it's the one year. So they sign up for one year, even if he makes a practice squad, right. And if that doesn't work out, if he doesn't like get up to get up into the NFL, but then they're able to bring him on as a, as a coach, as a, as a PR person, you know what I mean? I think that, that could really work for Jacksonville. He knows the area. He's already been He's there. He's from there. He grew up and, there. And that's it. It's, yeah. it's to, 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 be, to be a partial face of the organization. Yeah, absolutely. I think so. Um, dude, we had another guy switching sports, uh, or not sports, because Tim Tebow, I guess, isn't switching sports, he switched positions, but DK Metcalf, man, this week. Yeah, um, dude, so he, he ran on some like uh, some like was, U.S. track. Yeah, thing, like an actual right? track meet. Was it 100 meter? Yeah, yeah, I think it was 100. And and came in, what, like 9 for 10? Well, he came in last Yeah, <laughs> in his race, but he still ran like, it was like a, the, the difference between, in a 100-meter race, the difference, the difference between the first guy and the last guy is like half a second. Yeah, dude, but it just goes to show, it's funny, because they be like, he's so damn fast, and you just go, yeah, but these other guys have been training for this forever, yeah, and life. even that tenth of a second is massive. And you figure he's got to train a lot to make up that tenth of a second. I think what for me what it showed is being fast wasn't good enough. Like you see all these people trying to change sports, it doesn't work, man. Yeah. It doesn't like because you couldn't name one through eight. I don't know who one through eight were. Right? It wasn't no. it wasn't Usain Bolt, right? Like so you go, I couldn't name you who one through eight were. We know who DK Metcalf was, and but these other guys have been training for that their whole life. And even if it's something like technique, you figure he's probably just as fast, but their technique something in it just gets just them that, get that half slight edge. Yep. Um, you know, I was happy for him. I think there was a lot of people trying to make that comparison as far as like, oh, Tebow got this opportunity and DK Metcalf stole this opportunity from some somebody. My only, I guess, argument to that would be DK Metcalf is bringing eyeballs to something that we never pay attention to anyway. See, I, I love that. I love the track and field, man. Like I watched. The, oh, you actually watched track now, and field events? Here, so let me let me be clear about that. <laughs> I watch it. I watch it. If I see it on, I stop and watch it. I don't. I don't pay attention to the to the point that I go. Oh, on you know May twentieth at this time this event is going on. No, but if I'm if I'm changing channels and it's on, I'm I'm watching the racing, never. bro. Unless it's the Olympics, I've never stopped to watch it. Really. 
Yeah, I usually watch Olympics, it because I, I, cause I go like, "Yo, like these are the guys and girls that you're gonna see in the Olympics." And yeah, yeah, that's true. I just I don't have like to me the stakes are never high enough for me to like want to watch that. Yeah, that's true. Like I I think when I watch sports, I go, I need I need the stakes to be high. Like I even hate watching regular season of a lot of stuff because so like the NFL, there's a sense of urgency because there's so few games. Yep. But like the NBA, it's hard to get excited about an NBA game in like November. Yeah. Right. Like until now. Right. Now I'm like, well, <laughs> now, shit, now I want to watch because it's great. Uh, which, yeah, we, we can get into that too. But like, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like I, I, I think DK Metcalf brings eyeballs to this. Um, you know, the argument about him stealing an opportunity from somebody else. Okay. Uh, yeah, but over like if I'm someone in that sport. The Joe Schmo who didn't get a shot wasn't making a difference. Like DK Metcalf could potentially make a difference in endorsements and viewership, uh, which then leads to maybe higher contracts and then more exposure and then potentially me making more money, right. whether it be from endorsements or TV or whatever it is, right? Like so, and also, I think like you have to be okay with that if you're in that sport. Absolutely, man. And and you're going, you're not pulling out the top guy and replacing no. him with DJ Metcalf. No. You're pulling out the number nine guy. Yeah. And yeah. you're going, I'm going to switch you out. I mean, yeah. Whereas in, in the NFL, I think with Tim Tebow, it, it'd be hard to make an argument to go, there isn't 60 other better tight ends right now than Tim Tebow. Yeah. Like, and I think that's a fair point. Where And, and like you said, okay, so you're going to tell me that Colin Kaepernick wasn't good enough to make a team, even if he switched positions. You know, I don't, I, obviously that there's semantics to that and there's a lot of nuance there. But there's a lot of guys there. Des Bryant, who couldn't get an opportunity for a long time. Uh, Ocho Cinco, who couldn't get an opportunity for a long time. He had a good career. Afterwards, though. he did. He had a, he had a good career. Yeah, he couldn't he hack it in New career. England, and obviously, like I think once New England dumps you, that's usually the that's a wrap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, if, if they can't use you, nobody can. But you go, okay. So these guys are getting opportunity, and Tim Tebow, who has been or can't get. This guy's been gone for years and just decides to show up to practice one day and like they're like, yeah, we're gonna sign him to a one year deal. Like it just seems like I can understand the beef if you're the players on that team because he also doesn't bring anything new. Like he doesn't bring the exposure. The NFL doesn't need any more exposure. The Jacksonville Jaguars are gonna be fine next year anyway because people are gonna be curious about Urban Meyer and and, and Trevor Lawrence. Um, it's not like I'm gonna get more money because you brought this other element to it that didn't already exist. Like I'd have more of a beef with that because I'd go, yeah, you cost someone their job who I know is ready for that, and I'm unsure about you. Now, if he comes out and he balls out, then they have no choice and none of and you know, like I have no choice but to respect the work that he's put in. And maybe, maybe he showed something at the practice or the whatever the the tryout that they went, oh, this guy has it. Like maybe play, like right. this is speculative, right? Because we haven't seen him do it. And we're just assuming like, dude, you can't be gone for that long and assume you're going to show up and be good. So I don't know. Maybe he balls out and he's a tremendous the, blocker and catcher and whatever. Like I thought with, you know, when you talk about Colin Kaepernick and you talk about Des Bryant. So those are the two names that I saw this week. I think those guys could potentially bring negative connotations to your organization. So whether and, and it could be positive as well, right? So, but like there's so Colin Kaepernick has o- almost like the the the, the social aspect. Yeah. That maybe yeah. you're. That maybe yeah, there's baggage against, that comes with Kaepernick, depending bad, on the market. Yes, bad, for sure. Exactly, and I think Tim Tebow is being that where he played, where he's from, where he played college ball. This is just a perfect situation, and then he's going to the coach that he played for in college. Like it's just, it makes sense. It's not to say that he's going to be a star tight end in the league, but it makes sense from an organizational standpoint that you go, this guy doesn't bring any negative baggage. If anything, he's bringing, he's bringing positivity. Do you think, though, that you put a target on him from other teams, though? 
and on your team because they go, we're gonna like this guy's gonna block me. Like if you're if dude, he if he plays, sure. I don't think he makes the the starting team, bro. You don't think so? No, I think I think that he's like well, pra- like like this is a publicity squad. thing. Practice squad, they'll they'll keep practice him through squad. You keep them, and then maybe I said keep him through preseason. You get the fans, maybe you know they get to see him. Whatever he sells tickets to preseason game, and then you go, okay, your practice squad. Let that shit run out, and then you hire him to do some PR shit. Yeah, I guess we'll have to revisit this if he makes it or doesn't. Or I guess I, if he doesn't, we don't care. But if he does make the team, it's going to be an interesting conversation. That'd be good. Because, yeah, because yeah, I feel like everybody who lines up against them is going to be like, oh, like I can see every linebacker in the NFL yeah, oh, going yeah. like, oh, I, I, I'm on a blitz and this guy's going to have to pick it up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it'll be, it'll be interesting, man. Like I said, and he's so how, hard to root how against. How old is he now? Is he, I mean, he's he's, he's got to be my age. He's got to be my age. He's got to be 33, 34. It's got to be. You're going to find out. Yeah. He has to be, he has to be my age. Well, dude, the other one, let's, let's, why I look this up, um, Russell Westbrook. Yo. You got to give that man his props. Yeah, Russell dude, Russell Westbrook has, what, more triple doubles now than anyone in the NBA ever had just passed Oscar Robertson this week. Yeah. Um, most triple doubles all time. I, You know what's funny, man, is I, I think I've been overly critical um, of Russell Westbrook, uh, and I think it's hey, because— you, you and Colin Cowherd and-, <laughs> <laughs> and everybody else. And I stand by, like, my criticism. I think that if I'm a GM and I'm starting a team tomorrow— I, I'm not even I, I, I think Russell Westbrook I go through 20 names before I get to Russell Westbrook right if I'm trying to win a title right if I'm trying to win a title I go through a lot of names right yep. now Russell Westbrook might come up if I'm like the Brooklyn Nets and I have a core that I go okay here's my leaders and whoever else and then I go okay and I need something to complement that right but I don't think you pick Russell Westbrook as your alpha um, and I stand by that irrespective of the record I, I, don't, I don't think there was ever questioning his talent um, and his ability. No, and I don't think so either. So so he, the last four seasons, the guy's averaged a triple-double. Dude, he can miss the rest of the season and still average triple-double. That's crazy, bro. Nuts, dude. He's got, so here's some, here's some stats, right? Some interesting stats for him. 182 triple-doubles is where he broke the record. Um, He's got an MVP. Yep. Um, Two-time scoring champ. I would argue he doesn't deserve the MVP, but okay. And yes, but that was the was that the first year that he averaged a triple double? Yeah, that he averaged a triple double for the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. That. And so almost you have to give you it almost had to give it to him. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, the the whole MVP yeah, um, topic. statistical season or yeah. whatever the fuck you want to call it, it's not MVP. <laughs> um, Two time scoring champ. Yep, and then he's about to have uh, the three time assist leader, and then he's also. Nine-time All-NBA selection, but he's got no rings. No rings. And so it's not even just the no rings for me, right? Because you got a lot of guys with no rings in the NBA historically who are great, right? And Russell Westbrook certainly is going to be one of those. I also think, and and people don't want to talk about this, and all the guys kind of like brush this off. Nobody wants to play with him either. So there's clearly a reason why, right? Like he gets traded to uh, Washington. Is it, oh, oh Houston. No, Yo, Houston, well, Houston and that doesn't work out. That doesn't right? work out. Now he's in Washington. And now he's in Washington. And then John Wall is like, nah, I'm out. 
No, Dude, they didn't trade the, him. Did they trade him for John Wall? I thought that was the was trade. It? Okay. Yeah, because John Wall went to Houston. Okay, okay, okay. So they did trade him for John Wall. I just feel like, and then anytime, you know, you don't see guys like LeBron asking to play for Russell Westbrook. You don't see like KD certainly has the pool to be like, especially during this offseason where KD got, you know, James Harden and he got yeah, bring, uh, Kyrie Irving and he got everybody in their bring mother. Bring back the old OKC Bring, bring back the old Right? He hasn't done it. Like, so to me, then that tells me, okay, there's players who don't want to play with him. Um, and and I, and I don't think that's to say that he's a bad guy. I just I think his style of play is not conducive to winning a title that's because possible. he's so overwhelming from a, 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 a he just takes over the floor. Right. Yeah. And he doesn't take over the floor enough to win you game single handedly night in and night out and then carry you to like Russell Westbrook. How many times did he make the playoffs without another superstar with him? I don't know. Not like in an OKC. I'm trying to think like and if they did, they were very like they weren't. Their you know, seeding was shit. Yeah, I, I kind of always take the, the whole uh, playoff thing in basketball with a grain of salt because everybody makes it. Yeah, but you look at like them, they were barely making it. And then you take someone like Chris Paul, who they threw to OKC, and like and, OKC and, was significantly better. Yeah. And then they throw Chris Paul now this, on, on the Phoenix, yep. and they have like the second best record in the West or I think first. They're the best. Yeah. Or is it the I th- best? I think, yeah. unless, unless they just dropped one spot. Yeah. But yeah. So do you take Chris Paul? who's a proven winner, right? Or do you take Russell Westbrook, who's a proven guy who can, like, pad the stat sheet? I will say this about about uh, about Russell Westbrook. Every time you watch him play, the guy gives you 100%. Oh, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. His motor's always, like, yeah. Yeah, and, and, I, and I, don't, I don't recall, and I could be wrong on this, I don't recall him ever taking, like, any... Um, what, any, any time off, any of the no. what, what do you None call of the, the load, load management shit? Load management. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Like, and I respect him for that. that yeah, because I hate that as as a as a fan. I think it's such a bitch move when these guys take off because of quote unquote load management. Um, because it's all about titles, bro. It is, and I understand that. And and right, and so I'm gonna talk out of both ends of my mouth here. Like, I go, yeah, it should be all about titles, but I also think that at the end of the day, you're a product. And so if I pay tickets to watch your team yeah, play and I pay to watch Russell Westbrook and Russell Westbrook takes off, I'd be pissed because I bought those tickets assuming you were going to be there. And unless you're hurt, the expectation is that you're there. Right. It, 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 and to me, I look at it like any other job, like unless you're hurt, like you don't take off from work because like, oh, I'm, you know, I want to make sure that I don't overwork myself this week. Like. You know, I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe, I, and maybe we should, right? We do, right? Like mental health days or whatever. But don't, I guess. but don't we? It's called, it's called PTO, right? Like, yeah, don't, but don't we take we? vacation time. These motherfuckers have four months off out of the year or five months off. Yeah, of the year. but like, if you got, I mean, they they start their season in, uh, in what September? Yeah, I guess training camp starts end of September, and then they don't end until if if you make playoffs, championships, you're playing until June. Yeah, if you're Russell Westbrook, Dude. your season ends in April every year, so <laughs> that's why he plays the full year. <laughs> yeah, but none of us are really doing that, right? None of us are going like, oh, like I'm not taking vacation until fucking next year. No, but also I think if most of us had three or four months off in a row, we'd be okay with that. That's what you think. Yeah, I don't know. I I I'm certain, bro. If I had three months in a row off i could suck up the nine months because it's not like it's nine months seven days a week right true. right like you're playing two three games a week yeah but still you're traveling you're and stuff man and that that shit takes its toll too yeah i'm not saying it's easy but i'll tell you what i love love the most about um russell westbrook his fan interaction <laughs> <laughs> yo i watch if you go on if you any of you guys go on youtube look up like russell westbrook um, fan altercation. 
and they they yo they have like they have like um like montages of of him and with fan interactions. So like the first and foremost, one of, the one that always pops up is the one from Utah. Oh, yeah. where he tells the, the courtside one yeah he's like he's telling the guy like I'll fuck you up you and your wife <laughs> you and your wife I was like I didn't know Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook was a wife beater <laughs> you gotta be careful in Utah bro courtside like that them people might be into that shit <laughs> Mormons might be like, hey, man. Hey. <laughs> you promise, you promise? <laughs> <laughs> She's a feisty one. She's a- <laughs> Sharon here don't play around, Russell. I don't know if you can. <laughs> Dude, they showed so many. I, I watched some today, man. And uh, oh, today or yesterday, I can't remember. But they were like showing interviews with him, um, with, even with the media. And a lot of times, man, the, his his like his phrase that he would go through a lot is, "I don't play that shit." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, he's hard not to like, dude, he's, because again, yeah, like those fan interactions are fantastic. He's fun as shit, like you said. He is on like six gear the yeah, entire dude. game. Like it's so hard. Again, speaking of people like hard to root for, it's hard to root against Russell Westbrook because you get what you pay for. Like, absolutely, right? Like, you get what you pay for. He's going to be fun. The fan interactions are hilarious. Uh, it's just, then you got to start weighing in, like, the do I care about titles, like, conversation. Yeah. I guess with him is, like, the... <laughs> Dude, there was, oh, a, so- there, there was a clip where he was... They had played the the Warriors. It was probably in a playoff game. I could be wrong. But they show him exiting, and there's a fan by, like, the tunnel. and, and but, but he's down low, like, right where the players are coming through. And he's got his phone. So Russell Westbrook is coming through, and he's got his phone pointed at his face, and he stops and swats at the phone. He smacks the phone. <laughs> That's so awesome. But it just goes to show, like I said, the guy is just when he's playing, he's in like a mode. There was that one time when he did. Um, there was the kid that touched him. Oh yeah, remember that one? Yeah. And he kind of went back over there. He was polite about it, I think, and he was just like telling the like, the dude. dad, like, "Yo, like." Keep your kid on the freaking right in like, the chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like almost like yo, teach your kid to be respectful right. about the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I also think there's an entitlement that comes with people who buy tickets Dude. courtside who they assume that courtside like, sheets should not even be there. Bro. Oh my god. My, my opinion, courtside sheets they should just be where the bleachers start. Like that's the first Behind that's the first them, Yeah, row, there should bro. be a barrier there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, that's an awkward um yeah, there's no other like day at the office where people are sitting right like on your desk. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a strange one, man. Because like as a fan, I'd be like, no, nah, I want to be able to sit courtside. Yeah, watching you go, you know, watching you make a fucking financial move, and yeah. you're like, Juan, you suck. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. There was dude. There was one guy, man. That he he made a play, and then he and then he go he like I don't think he dunks it, and he's sort of facing the crowd. And there's this guy like yelling profanities at him and have his middle fingers up and he's like, fuck you, fuck you. But yelling other stuff as well. And he goes and he complains to the to, to the ref about about this guy. But it's so true. And he after the game, he, he's he's like, yo, like these guys can do whatever they want. You know, you guys want me to stay composed, but it's really tough when you have regular people that are yelling profanities at me. And I know damn well if I was out in the street. They wouldn't do that. They wouldn't. Yeah, he's right. And he goes, I don't play that I'll shit. I don't play that shit. 
right, bro. He's yeah, right. Because how much man. shit would we listen? I'm guilty of that shit. I uh, I think we talked about this shit on here before, bro. Yeah. I went in on Joakim Noah once. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not one of those like hecklers at games because like I do have empathy for the fact that. You know, it's a job, and I don't care to talk enough shit like that. Like, I just don't care that much, right, about the thing. Um, but, like, Joe Kim Noah is, like, it's hard. He's, like, two rows in front of me, like, on the on the ble- on the the bench or whatever. And I know that he gets easily agitated. So I'm just saying, like, reckless shit, like, over and over. And I, and I can see it getting under his skin, right? And I also know, like, it's an asshole thing. Like, I shouldn't be able to do this to him, right? Like, nobody should be able to go to my job and say shit to yeah. me. But it was hilarious. And and if I saw him on the street, zero chance I say the shit that I was saying to him there, right? Like he's seven feet tall. Yeah. I can't fight, bro. It's safe. I'm not trying to yeah, it's safe. <laughs> <laughs> like listen, he like seven feet tall. Like if we were out in the street, you damn right. I'm not saying none of that shit, right? I'm saying it there because I know the chances of something happening are very slim. And at best, I think I wasn't trying to be malicious because even when he did turn around and acknowledge and is like flicking me off or whatever the right. fuck he did, I'm like laughing. Like I'm like, yeah, like I like to me it was like, oh, it's just to be funny to do this. Like yeah. I don't, I don't give a fuck enough about like that. I just thought like the fact that he acknowledges it so much was funny to me and he lets it get under his skin. Yeah. So I just kept doing it. But it's like, you're absolutely right. If we were out like on the street yeah, outside of the arena, that. I'm not doing that, bro. And he and Russell Westbrook is right. Half the shit people say to him, you'd be like, "Yo, go meet me like in the parking lot." Like you're not, you're not doing that. There's no way. And so people shouldn't be. I think, I think you should let people say stuff to an extent. I think maybe you draw the line like at at, at maybe profanity or like derogatory yeah, shit or whatever. You're gonna have to have people staged around the whole damn stadium. Yeah, but do you, you just keep I mean? people like courtside? Like, because then those people are, you know, a lot of those people are season ticket holders and you go, if you get kicked out, you forfeit your, your tickets and you don't get your money back for the season or whatever. Uh, like, yeah. You could keep that. Put some rules yeah, in place. Yeah, you could put some rules in place. And then you go, by the way, if you give your tickets away and we kick out the person in your seat, that applies to you. Like, and then I think you start to get people who go like, well, fuck, I don't want to be the reason my friend right. loses the seats or whatever. Like, you know, these are corporate tickets. I don't want to be the reason my company loses its corporate. Can you imagine? Like, so I, I think there's ways to curtail that. But like, <laughs> if that was your seat, you're like, listen, I'm giving it away this weekend. Do not serve any alcohol to anybody sitting in this seat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But man, shout out to Russell, man. Like I, I, I fucking talented. Uh, there's no disputing that, and the effort that you get from that guy, man, you could never, ever argue anything. That guy doesn't like give it 100 percent when he goes out there. Everybody. And as a fan of a team, I guess that he would be on. It would be hard for me to root against him or not appreciate what he's done because you know, like you said, he's not giving. He's, he's not taking nights off. He's not about this whole load management shit. He's not like, and he's so raw in his yeah. interactions. It's just like you know what, man. I, I, I get. I get what I pay for, and, and what you see kind of is, is what you get, I guess, yep. for lack of a better expression. That's, that's dope, man. Did you watch uh, the Canelo fight? No, I did not. I did see the highlights, though. Yeah, I didn't watch it either I saw because I, I figured it would end the way it ended. Um, I, what does Canelo do now, bro? Triple G. There's, well, he, another, there's another Triple G um, fight. Do yeah, yeah, we want to see that? I, I, I don't know. I mean, yes, I'm going to watch it. Look, I'd watch it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm going to watch, watch it. it but do I think the result... Like, I do think Triple G won one of those fights. So, I, I whatever. Like, the, the first, first one. one first Triple one. G won. They gave it to Canelo, whatever. Triple G... Canelo no, no, won no, the no, second no, one. It was a tie, right? Was it the draw? But the that's the one, one that Triple... No, but I'm saying, but he won it. I think like, he won that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the one they called the draw. Triple G won it. Triple G's older now. 
I don't know. I, I don't think Canelo can drop him, right? But then are you going to outbox? I just don't see anybody outboxing Canelo, Canelo. right now. No, man. No. It's just not going to happen. As and, a matter of fact, I thought they, were, they thought, who was it? Uh, Billy Joe Saunders? Is that yeah, who it was, right? Joe Saunders, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so... Um, he uh, did, did I just add the Billy in there? I'm not sure. I, I, you could be right. Is Joe I Saunders? Don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, it didn't matter. Um, yeah, he they, they thought he was gonna, that he would be a problem because the guy moves well. But I'm like, who's he who's held the, his own for eight yeah, rounds? Yeah, like who's the better? Like like who who's moving better than Canelo right now? Nobody, bro? No man. one, dude. The best thing that happened to Canelo was losing to Mayweather early on yep. in his career. The best thing that happened to that guy because if you look at him post Mayweather. Defensively, he has gotten so Sick. much better. He's amazing, and I wonder if he watched that because you remember the the look of like just hopelessness. He said at the end of that fight, he goes, "He's like a ghost." Yeah, he goes, "He's like fighting a ghost." Yeah, I can't touch him. Like I can't. Like I've never seen a fighter that like just like uh, I can't even. It just was like not beat up because he wasn't really. He beat wasn't up. beat up. Yeah, yeah. It but was it, like but he was just like. But he was just like I, I don't know what to do. He's fighting a shadow or yeah. whatever. He's like a fighting yeah. a ghost. Like he was so hopeless. Right. He was just like. I don't understand how you how you touch that guy. Like I just like I've never seen a fighter at like at that level go like yeah I fuck like uh, I don't know like your guess is as good as mine like I don't know what you do with that like I just don't know and you can see I wonder if in there he went oh shit like def- this guy's made a career out of defensively being untouchable and Canelo used to be willing to like sit in the middle of the ring and trade with you yeah and he'll still do it occasionally I think if he feels like you can't hurt him right but I wonder if he saw that and went. Okay, I know I have the power and the boxing skill. And now I, I need to throw in that head movement and those body rolls. Because you even see him doing the whole shoulder oh, yeah, move now and everything. And you just go, yeah, it he's looks on it. so beautiful, man, watching him box now. And the shot that broke old boy's orbital bone. Uh, I was talking to somebody, uh, a mutual friend of ours, man, this week. And I go, if you look at the replay in slow motion, dude, you can see his calves tighten up because he plants like, oh, I'm about it to throw. It looks awkward. It does, but, like it, yeah, but, but he slips the punch, yeah. and you go, oh, it's planned, because you can immediately see his feet, or, or if you look at his legs, his calves tense up, where you go, oh, he's loading, and then he throws that uppercut right into dude's eyes he's missing, and you go, he's made a career out of this feint, and and that right hand, like, it's Check the up. one that they go, and it's funny, because he said, that uh, 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 Saunders afterwards goes, like, yo, that's the shot, I like, it was like, avoid that avoid that shot and he gets caught with it and he gets caught on like a, like I threw a shot and I missed and he just times it so fucking yep. he goes for eight rounds it's like don't get hit with that don't get hit with that and he's like I took it but it's like even if it doesn't drop you the damage is the damage just it it's just like yeah I and I, and it's so funny man because like you watch the replay and he's got the head motion and then when he just faints and like I said, you can see his whole just lower body tense up because you go, oh, he's planting and he's getting ready to throw this shot. It's not like a lucky, like, I'm just going to throw this. It's right. like, oh, I, yeah. this opening's here. I'm about to murk you. <laughs> yeah, like, and the kind of timing that takes, man, like oh, you said, like God. he had to have seen um, Saunders, you know, do the same yeah. move a few times or seen it on tape and just plant where he that. goes um event and yeah and then in the it's so like it's one thing like you said to see that on tape and then to plan it and then in the heat of the battle to go oh here it is here it is in that split second and th- I, I i just don't know like i think you know obviously we we wave off uh, uh, uh or we kind of dismiss saunders but he's a world-class boxer yep canelo just makes these world-class boxers at this point look like i i think he needs caleb plant now to unify the whole 168 yep. It's gonna be the same thing. He's gonna walk through his Caleb Plant, and it made me think of you. You always have this saying about the Pacquiao thing, about how Pacquiao was moving up in weight, and he was like mowing down legends. Yep. 
Canelo's doing the same thing. Yeah. Like he moved up to this super, what is it, super middleweight? And he's mowing down people. Like when he fought Kovalev, I mean, Kovalev lost, like he got dropped by Ward, but that was the first time he'd ever even been hurt. Yep. Canelo made Kovalev look, look horrible. Horrible. Yeah. In his first fight at 168. Like I go, and then now he's mowing down champs at 168. Like mowing them down. Like, so I suspect that he's working his way to light heavy. Think, but there's no one there. No, but then if you're him, you take every belt at light heavy. Like, what is there for yeah, you to do now? Do you go down? Yeah, unless you go down. Unless you go down for the uh, uh, Errol Spences of the world. Like, do you want that if you're him? Do you go for Spence but and even, Crawford? And, but even so, right? Like, you go, you don't want to go down that, that so line for him. to make that weight now. Which, if, if you if you recall, you brought, you brought up the Mayweather fight. Mayweather made him, they, they, they fought at like a catch weight. Catch, okay, yeah, yeah. It was a what, 155? It was something like that. Where, where Canelo he, had to come in lighter. Yes. Yeah. So, so he knew, and I think Mayweather knew, like, Dude, this guy is not a one forty seven. No, he's, guy. he's big. He's it's going to take a lot for him to come down, and then I'm going to school him. Big in, I say big, but big in comparison to like the people in that weight class, right? To to, to normal like uh, welterweights or whatever. That yeah. like, I just don't like. I'm looking at that whole class, and I go, he either has to move down to get exciting fights because you go, okay, if you go down, then Earl Spence is there. There's a few uh, guys. Manny Pacquiao's there still, which that that's still a fight that would excite people. Um, Keith Thurman. Keith Thurman's there. Sean, yeah. Sean Porter. Sean Porter's there. Um, Danny Garcia. Yep. I mean, he's got guys. Yeah, I wouldn't want to watch it. He'd smoke Danny Garcia. But the, yeah, but still. Yeah, it, still it would be it, uh, probably, but. but yeah, yeah, it would draw attention because yeah. both of them have a good enough fan base and it, it would be a pay-per-view worthy kind of fight. Like, yeah. But I'm going after that. Like, do, If you're him, do you just go, oh, move me up to light heavy. Let's start taking that over. And then do you go to heavyweights if you're him? I, maybe not because that's unlimited weights and you can. But if you're him, are you going, these guys have to be able to hit me. And they're not going to be able to. Like I don't. I. I. It's going to be curious. He's going to have this dilemma because you figure he gets Caleb Plant before the end of the year. Is that set for this year? Is that are they doing I, that? I'm going to assume because Canelo's pretty active, dude. Like he just fought three months ago, right? I'm thinking, um, or from what I've read, it's Triple G like part three is next. Really? See, yeah. I would think he would want the Caleb Plant. I would just think unify so too, the belt. Actually. And then if I'm Triple G, I'd want that because I go, no, no, no. Like let's fight at 168 when you have all the belts because then I can take and I can them take all. Them all. I win. Yeah. I would, I would almost want that if I'm, if I'm Triple G. I guess you risk him losing to Plant, but I mean, realistically, that's not gonna probably happen. not gonna happen. Yeah, uh, I. And if you're him, I guess Triple G is the last big money fight left at that weight class. Yep. And then what do you? Yeah, I, I almost think he has to go down to get the exciting fights. Oh, absolutely. can he still make that weight? I guess it would be. Uh, yeah, I don't think he does that, bro. And does he want to? Like, do you want to put your body through making? Like, he fights at 168. You figure that's hard. Because he probably walks around at 185, 190, I'm going to assume. So to make 168 is probably a stretch. Like, do you want to go down to 155, man, or no. 154, whatever it is? Like, oh, yeah. yeah. I would no. think no, man. I would think you make those guys come up. Like, I would think you go Earl Spence. Like, I think Earl Spence can make 168, obviously. Like, now, does his power translate and speed and all that? Like, but Earl Spence is the only fight that I can think of that I go, oh, that would be fun. That dude's fast. Oh, that would be really fun. Yeah, like, that dude's fast. He's got power. It would be interesting to see. Keith Thurman too, because because Keith Thurman, I think he's a slow starter, but you go okay. I, Keith Thurman could take a shot. He'll yeah. you know he'll he'll get in like that would be an exciting fight. I don't know that anybody else really excites me like to. Yeah, work. I don't know either, man. But I'll tell you what, we mentioned Mayweather. You see, he so he's fighting. Uh, what was it Logan Paul? Yeah, he's fighting YouTubers lately. He's man. Fight, yeah, but <laughs> dude, I mean to to his credit, bro, you have to go. 
that's where the money is for him, right? He's he's already he's already retired, of course. So it doesn't make sense for him to to go and put his body through, you know, fighting world class fighters. Go through a camp and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go to do these exhibition fights, um, but what I found funny, so they're fighting at uh, the Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. Yeah, and um, Jake Paul, who just is there tickets won, to that still, bro. I don't know. We going? Should we go to this? Yes, we should go. <laughs> do the podcast right from there. We should there. podcast from Miami that weekend. <laughs> but did you see the so like Jake Paul, the brother of Logan? Yeah, um, confronts him at the stadium in like this sort of publicity stunt, right? Snatches his hat and and runs away. Yeah, and it clearly looks into the, Yeah, I mean, whatever, right, bro. But I don't think it was planned. Did you see Mayweather? Oh. He looked like my Uncle Bert. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, my Uncle, my Uncle, Uncle Bert died of AIDS and addicted <laughs> to drugs. I'll give you a, a, a picture. Yo, he looked like he looked like Fred Sanford. Yo, you mean the the hair job he got done? There was no hair. Dude, he was just letting it grow. He just looked like a he looked like an old man. But I think he got implants. If you look at if you look at Floyd, really? he could never grow a beard or hair. He's been shaving like that whole time. I don't think that shaving was for style purposes, bro. I think he couldn't grow it. I think he got implants. I think he got a facial implants, and I think he got hair implants. They look horrible. Yeah, bro, because it's <laughs> awkward, right? Because you look at him, and you're just like, that's so weird, bro. Like, dude, he just looked old. He looks like a raggedy homeless dude. That's like that, the hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't look right on that's him. That's how my uncle looked. That's <laughs> Was that the AIDS or the drug use? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Both. My uncle used to ask me for money when I was like 14. <laughs> it wasn't God, for condoms. Click. God rest his soul. <laughs> oh, shit, bro. Yeah, I don't like I, I kind of get it. Like I get just take the easy payday if you're Floyd. I also think, you know, it's funny. The first thing I thought of is selling a fight with Logan Paul is so difficult. You have to bring his brother into a press conference <laughs> to like drop interest. And then I go and he has so little respect for Logan that he's basically selling the next fight in the press conference for it's Logan. It, which is him. Because the Jake. Yeah, the Jake one will be the next one. Like, I'm going to fuck up your brother and then I'll go fuck you up afterwards, which I don't. Do you fight Jake if you're him, man? Yeah. Jake's a big motherfucker, bro. Yes, I I, I agree. <laughs> it's it's the the skill level, bro. It's like yeah. You, I guess if you're if you're Floyd, you have to completely go into you're not touching me. Because if you're Floyd, right. you have to at least respect the the power. Yeah, yeah. You have yeah. to go. Hey, the this guy's kid, big. This guy's big, and he's put he's put uh, Askren on the ground, and Askren's a fighter, right? Like he may not be a good boxer, but he's a fighter, and yeah. so this kid put him down. He Nate Robinson, I guess you don't really count it, but you go. He's still a grown ass man. Yep. He's probably the size of Floyd Mayweather and you go he put him out like out out no I bet um, Nate Robinson's body taller than him you think he's bigger than Floyd I yeah, think he prob- so you're yeah. probably right yeah, yeah you're probably right so then you go if this dude hits me he could hurt me absolutely and I, and I think that you know and, and we know like any human right like yeah. if you get hit on the button you going down? Maybe you punch my grown man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get hit in the right spot you're going down we just saw Masvidal who's been taking many Oof. shots right Gets hit in the right spot by the right guy, the right the night, right night. speed, and that's it. It's a, it's a wrap. So I think Floyd is aware of that, but I think he just goes. If he, he watches tape and he goes, "This guy can't touch." Yeah, me. he's just throwing bombs, haymakers. He can't touch me. He's gonna like it's gonna be a boring fight. That one, like we think Floyd but fights are boring, but he's not gonna box him. And and he'll let it go long. Yeah, because I think Floyd is extra worried about uh, or. Uh, 
I say worried, but I also, but maybe it's 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 the businessman in them. I think Floyd wants to make it look like these guys have a chance because it helps him sell the next one. Yeah, maybe. So like he goes, I'll let Logan hang in for five or six rounds, and then I'll just drop him. Be, be, where you go, if Floyd wanted to, he could drop Logan Paul in the first like thirty seconds. You you would think, right? Yeah. But then you go, I'll make it look long because then people are gonna go, oh wow, but look, he hung in there. So like, there's a shot. Like maybe Jake, Jake, yeah. oh Jake, because there's always the you only need to land one punch, right? Like Jake could get lucky, and you go, nah, bro, that's that's thirty years or whatever that Floyd has under his belt of professional elite boxing, and he's like the best of the best. Haven't been able to land a shot on him. I don't care if this dude's fifty now. Like you figure he can avoid a shot. He may what not is have he? the is power. He, is he forty-five? Yeah, yeah, R- roughly, roughly. Right? Yeah, yeah, you would think he's forty-five. So you would go, maybe he's lost some speed. He's still faster than Jake, right? <laughs> like, like, and yeah. you go, and he's still the years of um, experience are gonna tell him, like, okay, this guy's gonna throw a bomb here. I'm gonna avoid this here. That, like, you figure Jake's only shot is to like if Floyd does the typical Floyd thing where he starts off slow in the first and second round, and you land a lucky shot. Like you have to be unorthodox almost to land a shot on Floyd, um, and and get lucky. Yeah. So Floyd is forty four. Yeah, okay. And then from earlier on, Tim Tebow is thirty three. So he's thirty three. Yeah. So he's he's close to my age. So. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I thought that was hilarious, man. Because I go, yo, this fight with Logan is so boring that he's literally selling the next one in the same press conference, and then instead of drumming up controversy with Logan, he drums it up with Jake. Like, yeah. it was so bizarre to me. Like, because I do think it was planned. I do think it was like, a, hey, you, we're going to come face to face. Like, do something stupid. Like, poke me. Do whatever the fuck. Like, oh, yeah. And yeah. then did you see these guys, like, hired security now? Jake and you Logan. Mean for, oh, no. Oh, they hired security because, you know, Lo, uh, uh, Mayweather know was Floyd like, I'm, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you, motherfucker, blah, blah, blah. And Logan's like, yo, like, somebody with that influence and that power and that kind of money, like, you got to take that stuff serious. So we have 24 oh, 7 no. bodyguards now. Yeah, bro. So, like, both of them that's have 24 7 that's, bodyguards. That's, yeah. That's for the event, bro. I mean, honestly, yeah. And I go, bro, you think Floyd Mayweather is going to say that on camera in front of a thousand people and, and at the presser or whatever, and then he's going to follow through on it? Like, I mean, even I mean, Floyd's not that dumb, right? <laughs> like, you would No, go. but it sells fights. But it sells the fight, right? Because, like, you figure there's a group of people who go, oh, wow, do you see what Logan did to his hat or whatever? You know, like, and then Logan's a master, or uh, Jake is a master uh, troll because then he goes on Twitter and he's just talking shit. <laughs> it's so fucking good, man. And so, it, you know, it's funny, man, is I go, fuck it, I'm going to buy the fight because it's going <laughs> to no, it's good. We're gonna watch that one. Yeah, we're gonna watch that one, bro. <laughs> it's gonna be so fun. Like, like either in person or here. Yeah, either way, we watch it because, because, <laughs> like, just to watch someone like that just get dropped, you go. It, it just to watch him drop, uh, uh, Logan. It's gonna be fun. Have we get enough? Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be fun, man. I, I, I definitely gonna see it, man. That shit. Did you watch SNL? I watched the. I just watched his. Well, no, sorry. I watched the beginning. Like so, the opening monologue. Yeah. Uh, where uh, everybody's like, that's like the whole uh, headline now is the opening monologue because I guess because they're, they're every headline I see is like Elon Musk admits to having Asperger's and I was like I didn't know that shit was a secret. Oh yeah, what is that? It's basically like a form of autism, so it's you're oh, on the spectrum, okay. and so Asperger's uh, for it, it's it's a version of being on the spectrum, and and obviously like it has different um, it manifests itself in different ways with different people, um, but it's like yeah. I could have told you that shit a long time ago, bro. You talking like the socially awkward dude who can't hold a legitimate conversation. Yeah. And is super fucking smart. It's like, you're like, yeah, yeah I knew that. <laughs> like, like you can watch him and you know, it's like, it'd be like coming out and going like, do you watch big bang theory and going like, yo, Sheldon's on the spectrum. And you'd be like, yeah, no, duh. <laughs> yeah, no. And then he did, he made that statement where he's like, you know, like I reinvented 
um, electric cars and I'm going to put people on Mars. Yeah, I'm not a normal dude. Yeah, I'm not. And, and he goes like, what'd you expect? Like, yeah, chill right. dude or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, it's funny. I, I mean, I, SNL is so tough to be funny um, because of the parameters that they have to work within. Right? He did he did pretty good, man. I thought so. I thought, they I did thought good his mom thing. His, when his mom came out, that was awkward. very scripted and very a little awkward. awkward. Well, you can tell they're both reading a, uh, a, a prompter. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, very awkward. But I thought they did a good job of playing off his awkwardness. Like, of, of like even the jokes. Like, like embedding the fact that he's socially awkward in the yeah. way and almost making it seem, like, organic. Um but you know the skits were meh. like and, and like his yeah I didn't see the skits I, and I saw I saw one that I think there was somebody was like oh he was throwing up like a like a racist sign when he did like the okay oh what I mean and I and I was like you can't uh, do anything like, anymore no it doesn't bro matter. everybody like, rips your everybody shit, rips man. yeah like every, there's something that's gonna be offensive to somebody somewhere some like I don't know it's just like okay cool like it's funny man recently didn't um, Joe Rogan came out and said something with, with with regards to hey like if you're a 21 year old um, person and you're really healthy like you probably don't need the shot and he got ripped oh for and that. he gets just he got ripped for that and 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 afterwards he's like yo it's just my opinion like if you don't like my opinion don't listen to the don't show. listen to the like, show it's okay i do <laughs> i hate this shit because it's almost like we're like we're in this like um be a uh uh you know first amendment whatever you can say we want blah 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 as long as we agree with what you say you right I mean? it's like or else you're canceled yeah i saw this shit with him on everywhere and people are like oh and even like the president's like team released a statement like oh joe biden's like being dangerous i'm like don't listen to fucking joe biden and you mean joe rogan i mean joe rogan yeah jeez oh, like yeah so biden's <laughs> it's team those good hurricanes released yeah this shit is <laughs> nice uh biden's team released a statement about rogan like oh yeah you know like he was uh, uh irresponsible of his platform and blah blah, oh, blah, blah, blah. it's like what fucking ever dude like don't listen and if I don't want to say he has a point. Yeah, and he's not a fucking doctor. But also, he's like, not a doctor. Yeah, he's just going like, yeah, like if you're that young, like you probably don't need to. I don't, I don't know the science behind it. I don't know if he's right or wrong. Right. But who fucking cares? Like, go make your own opinion. And I guess people will be like, oh, he has so much influence because his audience is huge. Yeah. <sighs> Dude, you could be like New York, man. New York is about to. Um, they, they're looking at at a law that might make it mandatory. But isn't every vaccine mandatory in school, man? For to like to, to put your no, kids in school, I, you have but to I mean show for proof. adults too, bro. Oh, you mean yeah. like they're gonna make it to where everybody gonna, has like, force vaccinations? I guess. Bro. I mean, if you look at that, I, you can't go to a public school without a vaccination, right? So even That's as true. adults, we had to do it at one point or another. Yep. Um, but if you go, so so knowing what we know now, um, so like we know that some vaccinations cause adverse effects in some people. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't you as a parent be able to go, yeah, like, I'm not giving it to my kid. I just don't, I just don't, like, I'm not willing to take that chance. Yeah, I mean, I do think you should be allowed to, like, make that decision. But then also, you should have to deal with then the, I don't want to say consequences because it sounds no, bad. No, maybe you go like, yo, if you don't do it, you can't go to public school. Yeah, but we, go, have, cool. for, we have virtual school that you can send your yeah. kids to. And you'd be like, then it's up to that parent to figure out, right. like, the, the then you have to figure out your own situation, right? Whether you work from home or you don't have a job at all or whatever, then right, it's up to you to right. figure that out. And I don't like, I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm not empathetic to every person's situation, but then it's also like, yeah, you do have that right. But then also we have the right to not let you into the club. You know what I mean? Like that. And I'm not saying like I would or wouldn't vaccinate my kids for that. I just think that like 
what we need to do is like accept the fact that like the same way you have a choice to not do that, then there's establishments that have a choice to not let you in because yeah, no, no, that's yeah. true. And I think that's where like we always get lost in the whole like, oh, you know, like even when you saw with like the whole the cake thing, like uh, like the whole like uh, bakery wouldn't bake a, a, a gay wedding cake, and it's like I didn't oh. see that. So like, there's always these situations that come up where like a bakery won't bake a cake if it's for like a gay wedding. Was that in Indiana? probably so i'm sure it's happened there all the time but then you get like people outraged right like me first of all if i'm gay and i hire you to bake my cake and you don't want to do it because it's against whatever i don't want to fucking buy a cake from you i don't want to do business like ever right right like ever right like so then the people will argue like well that's a private business they're allowed to make the decision if that's their belief blah 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 blah. fine but then you get the same exact people who now where you go oh you have to wear a mask and you go to that establishment fuck you you're infringing on my rights it's like no no we already decided that that's their business and they can decide whatever. Like, to me, it's like, all right, cool. Then let's just be consistent. Then if a school or whoever can decide that, like, hey, these are the rules if you want to partake, right. then you have to be willing to accept the, like, downsides to that. That You have to go figure out your own scenario. So, like, if you don't want to get a vaccine, and I respect that because I think you should be able to make that decision for yourself and for your kids, then I don't – I'm not obligated then – to cater i guess to your need if like let's say the 90 percent are gonna get a vaccine right right then i shouldn't have to worry about the 10 percent that don't like then that's a you problem then the, the options are virtual school or we don't have classrooms like you're gonna have to go figure that out go f- go to a, p- a private school or a charter school or whatever the fuck and there is a private school yeah. in miami um it's called Sent- sentinel academy <laughs> that is actually the fucking opposite <laughs> they're they're like firing teachers that i don't know if they're firing teachers but they basically like um they i think were, they are i think you're right they were definitely firing. threatening teachers right. of just like don't get the vaccine because their belief or the the you know the belief of the owners is that this is all bullshit yeah like they and I think it was bullshit, but then we're also trying to say that it there was very early, I guess, um, speculative, I guess, uh, articles out there saying that it resulted in like uh, uh, infertility or something like that. And so this oh, school yeah, yeah. took that and ran with it and said, well, we don't want to spread that around our whole school. So they basically took this one unproven thing and said, well, just in case, we don't want anybody to get it. Because then now you can pass it on to everybody else, like whatever the. All right. Yeah, and as they were saying, they were, saying, they were telling the kids in some, in some cases, if your parents got the shot, don't hug them because you can get it. Like you yeah. can get whatever, you, you this, can get side whatever this side effect is. Which again, they, they, they had a name for it. I thought I wrote this down. Oh, vaccine shedding. Which, if you're a private school, private institution, I'm a parent and I decide that I want to pay for that and go there and then that's all me. Like, it's a private institution. It's not a public yeah. institution. Like, you know what? I think that gives parents the ability to make a decision to go, well, yeah, fuck, my kids are in the wrong school. Or like, yeah, this is what I believe in. Right. Cool. This is why I signed you up to be here in the first place because these people know what they're doing. Like... I, I think yeah so you got I mean you definitely got both sides you're of the gonna, spectrum yeah. on this but we're over what 100 million vaccinated already and I, we I, I think we're I think we're a third right 111 yeah, or so? yeah yeah so that's that's a third of our population we haven't even started with kids which represents a significant part of our population so we'll find out now Pfizer did what 12 and up now yeah so 12 and up I think started uh, yesterday so uh, today's Tuesday yeah so Monday so at least here in Florida anyway um so I, I don't know, man. I think the non-vaxxers are going to be in the minority, which is the problem with this. Because you go, we already have a third, and we didn't even start with children. So you figure this will double, or close to. Yeah. And um, and then you have the rest. And again, I think, man, it's each their own. Whatever. They were like. saying that uh, there were certain states that um, 
were actually denying the the vaccines because the folks in those particular states were were pretty much done with it. Like the the, the demand for the vaccine, people are not Looks signing low. up. Dude, I'll tell you what, man. I I so I got mine today. Yep. I signed up I this morning. I'm, I feel fine, man. I feel I feel powerful, bro. I feel like <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I might get. I'm waiting for my shit to kick in, bro. <laughs> I'm waiting the, for my powers to kick in. But the, I signed up this morning and got an appointment the same day. The second dick going to start growing in about 30 minutes. Listen, I can't wait. <laughs> I'm a grower, not a shower right now. So I need <laughs> I need all the help I can get. Come on, Moderna. <laughs> Yo, going back to the to the fucking the Elon shit, man. Did you see uh, Jeff Bezos and his uh, Blue Origin? Yeah, Blue Origins. Yeah. So they're going to, they set a date. I want to say it's July 20th where they're going to launch um, a rocket into space with one passenger. So they're going to have like a team of astronauts. Okay. And one passenger, they're going to auction off the seat. And um, so civilian passengers. So one civilian passenger along with the, with along the, with astronauts. the astronauts. Okay. Um, so they're going to auction off the seat. That auction has started. I think it's going to end in June sometime. But they're talking about this. This auction is probably going to go up to like 500K. For for this one seat, that's low. You think? Well, the, remember the five hundred k. Well, think about bro. it. Hold on. The 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 other. Remember the the uh, what's the other one? Virgin Galactic. Yeah. So they sold their seats. They have no time frame for theirs as of right now. Okay. Um, they sold their seats for between two hundred to two fifty. I think it's low, bro. You gonna tell me there's not a shit ton of millionaires out there, like multi millionaires or oh, billionaires, yeah. going like, now nah, I'm willing to pay a mill for yeah, this. Yeah, well. Uh, the Virgin, the Virgin Galactic, they stopped taking reservations. They were like, yeah, exactly. no, no, we're, we're done. So they're, they're saying this one's going to be at like right around in that 500,000 range. Would you be in that first group, bro? I'd rather wait, personally. <laughs> it's kind of like the vaccine. I want to wait a few months, make sure we don't turn to the zombies. It's like Elon was, they asked him about like the whole Mars shit. He's like, no, no, people are definitely going to die. Like in the the, the oh, first the first yeah. few voyages, which, you know, like that made headlines. And I'm like, that, right? You I'm like, well, duh. It's the Asperger kickback. Yeah, yeah, but I also think it's the obvious <laughs> answer, right? Like, yeah, you it's think about happen. You think about, like, sailors, like, making their way to America. Uh, a shit ton of them died, right, before somebody got here, right? Like, Yeah, you, how many ships sank? Exactly. So you're talking about exploration, like, interplanetary exploration. Like, you go, like, yeah, no, people are definitely going to die. But you're right. It's because he's so unempathetic to the idea, and he says it so matter-of-fact yeah. that people are, like... This motherfucker said people are going to die. <laughs> You're like, well, yeah, bro, we're going to Mars. And it's literally an experiment. Like, right? Like, all the data we have is yeah. based on tools we've sent. Right. And You're not going. It's not It's not an established path. Right. So you figure we're going to get there and go, oh, we didn't know this. And some shit's going to go. And, and it's not like you can be like abort. And, yeah, and right. Back. Let's go back. Yeah, let's go back. Right. Like, you figure the initial settlement is going there to die probably before any kind of success of the settlement. Yep. Right. Like, and then they're going to go, oh, shit, we fucked that part up, guys. Like, let's take more oxygen or whatever it is. And then people are going to go like, uh, who knows? But it, it's so funny. I'm like, yeah, I guess he has no bedside manner as, as like typical Kind no, of Asperger's no, he, he kind he of absolutely doesn't, man. But so this this uh, this launch from uh, from Blue Origin, they're gonna they're gonna go up about sixty two miles up. So it's it's considered like suborbital. Okay, so it's not even like space based. And and you're only up there for about ten minutes, and then you come back down and you land. Um, Elon is going to top that. So on his when there's uh, his is scheduled for sometime in um, in September I believe. Okay. And his is gonna be all 
passengers and you're going to orbit like space for like I think it was say 10 days or some shit. Did I write that down? So all passengers, what, and a pilot maybe, I guess? Let me see. Oh, no, it just said for several days. Yeah, I got to have a pilot. So a pilot, I guess. And so then- passengers and then it'll be for several days, but you're going to be in orbit. I don't know. The several days shit doesn't sound fun to me. I would do it. Several days, several bro. Days, yep. Like, what if, what if we're just sitting in a seat for several days? I don't care that it's Yeah, busy. I don't know, man. Like, I could do a day, right? Like, I've been on long flights that took, like, a day. Yeah. But, like, I don't know, man. The idea of... And if it was, like, several days, but we get to go park it at the space station, I'd be like... Get out. All right. Yeah. But several days of, like, yo, we're just going to sit here, and you can get up and stretch your legs and then stare out the window fuck that <laughs> i don't know man i think that if you even if let's say you orbit for like a day and and you're able to sort of see the earth from all those different angles for me man that would be amazing i think it gets old like two hours in Nah, you can bro. only be like yo look at that black space yeah you'd be like yo look at africa again yeah, again <laughs> <laughs> oh shit are we coming up on australia <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what time it is over there. <laughs> like you just, I don't know, man. That shit sounds like a long couple days. That shit's being crazy. Yeah, I don't know. That shit sounds like a long couple days, man. But I, yeah, you know what? It would be hard to turn down. It's a once in a lifetime. That's what I like, would think, man. Yeah. Once in a lifetime. It, one thing that I found interesting, man, was that you have to be five foot to six four. Yeah. And you have to weigh between 110 and 223. I'm out. Nah, I, I, meet, I meet the weight criteria. And the height. You can go on a diet. Yeah, exactly. If you, you need you to. drop a couple pounds. That's it. Go <laughs> Dude, before we had out of here, man, you were talking about the private schools before, bro. This There's this uh, this Catholic elementary school. Oh, um, hell. Um, and you went to Catholic school. Elementary man. school. So you might have, you might have, might have an interesting yeah, perspective here. But uh, the principal uh, paddled a six-year-old student while the mom recorded the paddling. Oh, I did see that. Did you see this, dude? I did see that. And I, so the, the parent was notified. Yes. And then came in and, and basically witnessed it. Yes. And okay. the parent recorded it because I guess they were like unsure of like, yo, this Is feels this wrong. Right. But I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and record just in case. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, bro. You're not paddling my kid in front of you. In front of in me. In front of me. Yeah. I'm like, fucking I'll you up, that. bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, no, I'm saying, right? If like, you if, even if suggest be, it, bro. Yeah. I'm, yeah no. Like, no. I'll, yeah. I'll do that. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, like, I went to Catholic school between 1980 and 1988. Did they paddle? No. But I know dudes that used to get taken into the hallway and 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 they used to get physical. So we didn't have nuns. We had um, Christian brothers. Okay. And before I even go there, right? Like, no, we were not abused. No, like <laughs> this is fucking like. <laughs> Did me, you know I was gonna ask that? Yeah, of course. No, no. <laughs> I let may me, have already asked you. Let me that. tell you, bro. Like them, those those Christian brothers, man. For the 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 vast majority of them were fucking phenomenal teachers, phenomenal guys. And so, and there's nothing, there's no part of that schooling that I look back on and go, oh man, like. Like, like you had a positive experience. Because I know, hell, that, I, I know yeah. there's, there's even people there that you've kept in contact with. Absolutely. And you, and you have a good relationship with. Yep. Even Absolutely, since, yeah. man. So, so nothing. But I do know that there was times when, um, and, and it wasn't anything, there wasn't anybody ever in my class. But I remember my sister was three years older than me. And I remember her telling me 
about dudes in her class that used to get out of hand and the Christian brothers would take him into the hallway and be like and like rough him up a little bit. <laughs> so they know yo, their place. Yo, can you imagine your teacher like, yo, meet me in the halls? <laughs> no, because it was like, so if you can imagine, it would if you would go up to a landing, and it's not a big school. If you go up to a landing, um, you would enter through a doorway and there would be a classroom. And there would be a, a a small hallway where the where where like a, a men's and a women's bathroom was, and the other side of that hallway was another classroom. Okay. So they would take you into that little hallway and rough you up. Yo, what would happen if you hit back? You know what? That that did happen. That did happen. Like I've seen it happen one time, like after school. Um, like can you they press tried. charges on that kid? It never happened, bro. Like no, sorry. It 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 happened. Um, but. The the brothers tried to handle the situation. Okay, cops were, were never called while I was there. Anymore. I wouldn't think so because you call a cop, you'd be like, "Yo, he hit me." I'd be like, "He hit me." Like, like how do you? Adjust? Yeah, I, I guess legally, I don't know what the I don't know. Yeah, I remember one dude, man, like one of the one of the brothers because he was he was acting up. I forget what he was doing, and the dude the 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 brother grabbed him by by like the back of the neck and was gonna take him inside the school. And so he was kind of like grabbing him and like sort of leading him back into the school. Okay. And and the kid was like, "Fuck you, man!" And and like pushed them off and like just sort of like pushed them, and 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 just walked out. Um, but I, and so I remember that being like a big deal. Um, but no, I like cops were never called, and you know that's back in like they used well, to handle that 80s. shit. Yeah, you could handle this shit back then. Yeah, this was like uh, obviously now, but and then the. The girl had damaged a school computer, and the damage was less than fifty bucks. And and she got so she got paddled right with a paddle. Yeah. Well, I guess she was notified. The mom goes, "Yo, they told me like, yo, she's gonna get paddled with a deputy present, and you have to be present." Oh wow. So hold on, would it would it like a cop, a deputy cop? Maybe a deputy like uh, for the school, whatever. Maybe the school. Yeah. Like, when I read that article, bro, I did look up. I was and and I, I didn't see which states, but I did see that there are states where that's still legal. Yeah, I guess that was my question with this is I don't know the legality of it. Um, no, like, it's still legal it vary in some by states, state, bro. So you can in some states. Like, yep. I guess if you give authority to someone. Because I go, there's some states where you can't touch your kid. So how is it that like a a school? Yeah, no. Cor- cor- corporal punishment, I guess they call yeah. it. Right? Whatever it is, right? But they that, that, that whole paddling shit is... Uh, is it, it is legal in some states still. Uh, well, listen, man. I... I Fucking a uh, and until until some mom goes goes off. Sues but I guess he would have been able to say no. Yeah, you went through with it. I'm I'm sorry, bro. I'm not going right. Like, if you're there, like cause I think if you're the principal, you go like, she was notified. A deputy was there. She watched it. She watched it. it happen. Yeah, I guess you you don't have a leg to stand on if you like recorded it. Like you can't be like I was in shock if you recorded like the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm saying right now, the minute you hit me up, they're gonna be like, oh yeah, we're gonna powder him. I'm like, yeah, yeah no, no, you're not. not. <laughs> yeah. Make sure he's outside when I get there. <laughs> yep, exactly. I'm gonna be like, oh, guess what? Y'all gonna catch a paddling. <laughs> I'm gonna wax that ass, father. <laughs> 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 oh shit man uh, they'd be like yeah I heard about you man you into that kind of shit bro it was a rough week for schools man do you see, do you see the fucking the army dude who hijacked the school bus no <laughs> you didn't hear this story no no I don't uh, th- I'm laughing but it's fucked up so this army trainee uh, South Carolina he hijacks a school bus um, fucking at gunpoint bro so he's being so charged this kid, with like, so there's kids on no it's full 
Oh no! It's, it's driver and eighteen kids. So he, now he's charged with nineteen counts of like kidnapping because it's like a driver and eighteen. So kids. he got on the bus and then drove away yeah, with everybody with an, on. I think he got on it with an M sixteen and was threatening to kill people oh, and oh, then oh. drove off. He didn't last long. So they said the whole ordeal only lasted like six minutes. Yeah, because he let everybody go because he said they were asking too many questions. <laughs> <laughs> And as a parent, I never I related to some shit more. <laughs> you know, we I mean, always like, choke with our I mean, kids. Yep. I'd be like, wait a minute, man. You motherfuckers annoying. Get yeah. off the bus. <laughs> Bro, I'm like, I can't, I can't even like count how many times I've been like, where it's like be some scenario. Like if I was kidnapped, I'd be like, hey, they're going to give your ass right back. You talk too much. It's like, no, this literally... <laughs> Nah, nah, listen. Everybody got to get the hell off the bus. Get the hell out. <laughs> Yo, it's fucking rolling. Well, how long are you going to hold us? <laughs> Where are we going? Where are we going? Are we there yet? And this dude's making like demands on the phone. You know, I, I'm just thinking of like a scene. You know those movies where they'd be like, I want a chopper. Yeah. I want a bag of cash. <laughs> and these fucking kids are like, what are we buying? <laughs> where are we taking the chopper to? How much money you getting? Yeah. Is you that for breaking all? us all? Yeah. Is that for all of us? Because <laughs> I feel like we helping. <laughs> you wouldn't even get that money if we weren't on the bus. <laughs> I seen CSI. <laughs> That's dope, bro. Oh, man. That shit was so fucking funny, bro. All right, bro. Yo, tell them oh, where they can find Oh, fuck, man. Yo. Uh, shout out to you guys, man. Uh, if you don't follow us already, go ahead and follow us at the Carbon Footprint Podcast on IG, on Facebook, on YouTube. Um, hit us up on there, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, it's just been fun, man. I think we're over like twenty two thousand downloads or whatever yeah, now. And, yeah, as uh, of the other, as of yesterday, and, I believe. And rolling out, and, and shout out to India. I know we we always uh, talk about you guys, but the the streams there are, are just wilding out. And I know they're uh, they were going through a little tough time there, and things appear to be looking up. So uh, h- hope you guys get uh, help soon, and the cases go down. But yeah, man, shout out to you guys, man. Follow us on and everything if you're not yet. Absolutely. And then I think you can leave reviews on Apple Podcasts and also on, is, is it is it Podchaser? Podchaser, yep. Right, Podchaser is the other one. At least those two. If you can leave a review, that that, that helps us out. Um, if not, that's cool too. Uh, we appreciate you guys. We see the download, so that's, so that's awesome. I guess that's it. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Peace. Peace.